a few days ago we talked about making a beracha when you see an ocean, a sea, or a river. Uh, someone asked me after the class, what about seeing a mountain? We read the words of Shohan Aruch, the Mishnah in Masechet Berachot and Dafnun Dalid, who mentioned as well making the beracha on mountains. What's the halakha with regards to that? Indeed, Shohan Aruch in Siman Resh Kafhet writes, Al Yamim Uneharot, those are the seas and rivers, Harim Ugvaot. He then continues and he says, mountains and valleys, Umidbarot. Deserts as well, Omer, the Beracha, in each and every one of those circumstances is, Baruch Ata Hashem Elokeinu Melech HaOlam Oseh Maaseh Bereshit, you're to make that Beracha. Under what circumstances, with regards to which mountains, Shohan Aruch in Sa'if Gimal qualifies, he says, Velo al kol harim ugvaot mevarech. This Beracha is not said on any and all uh, mountains. Uh, rather, Ela davka al harim ugvaot hameshunim. It's specifically unique ones uh, through which, and by means of looking at them, you can appreciate the greatness, the grandeur of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Is that subjective? So, uh, how do we determine what is grand and great? Is it subjective? Is there some sort of objective measure? There is no simple answer to that. Hacham Ovadia Yosef in his Hazon Ovadia on Hilchot Berachot uh, writes the following, he says, harim givohim biyoter. He says, when you see very tall mountains, again, he hasn't defined for us, she'adam mitpa'el mehem merov govham. It's not that they're unique per se in and of themselves, it's that the person who looks at them, and it sounds very much to be subjectively determined, is mitpa'el, is fascinated, is taken aback by them. In the, those circumstances, in those situations, you make this berachav ose maase bereshit. Hacham ben Sion Abashaul in his Or Lesion Helek Bet in Siman Memvav uh, qualifies it a little bit further, doesn't leave it entirely open to the person to determine. I imagine because he would be and should be nervous that people would just be making berachot on any and every uh, bunny hill. Uh, he writes, Al Harim Gedolim Kegon Hare Haalpim. For example, the Alps. So we're talking about mountains that are renowned, and I believe that's the interpretation in Shohan Aruch as well, for their grandness, for their greatness. Ube'eres Yisrael, continues Cham Ben and he writes, Yesh levarech al har hermon bilvad. If you're in Israel and feeling particularly spiritual, uh, scale that back a little bit. Only on har hermon, only on one specific mountain range, can you and should you make this beracha? That's with regards to making berachot on mountains. Uh, what about um, in similar circumstance, but not on top of ground, but rather underneath ground, what the poskim discuss is a stalagmite caves. If a person is going into an underground cave and looking at great, great greatness and grandeur of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, is it appropriate in that circumstance, in that situation, to make the beracha as well of Ose Maase Bereshit? Chacham ben Sion Abashaul in the next halacha there in Or Litzion Chelik Bet Perek Memvav writes the following: Haroe Me'arat Netifim. That's what he's referring to. These caves. Mevarech Baruch Ose Maase Bereshit. A person can and should make that beracha under that circumstance with Shemu Malchut. If you make these berachot with Shemu Malchut, he writes, which is certainly the opinion of Shohan Aruch. Chacham Ovadia Yosef doesn't explicitly address this in his Hazon Ovadia, or to the best of my knowledge, anywhere else in his writings. But uh, there is a collection of questions which were asked to Chacham Ovadia Yosef. 
It's a, a large series known as She'elotu Tishibot Me'en Omer. In Helek Aleph, in the first uh, volume of it, in Perik Yod Aleph, the question was asked to him. And uh, in turn, his response was, uh, the question was, Ha'im levarech al me'arat ha-nitifim birkat bereshit? That was the question. In truth, in parentheses in this question, it says, Cham ba-sha'ul. I guess this is the way it was asked to his former friend and Havruta, Chacham Ovadia Yosef, said to make the beracha. Yevarech answered Chacham Ovadia, Leloshem umalchut. You make the beracha without mention of God's name. In other words, if you were to go underground and see these caves, you say, Baruch Oseh Ma'aseh Bereshit, you don't say it with Shemu Malchut. What's the reason for distinguishing between these and mountains, which we read explicitly, Hachamovadia Yosef subscribes to the words of Shohan Aruch. There are two interpretations given in the notes to this. Uh, number one, it might be just because the rabbis, the Mishnah, never mentioned Me'arot. They were never part of that original institution of this Berachav, Oseh Ma'aseh Bereshit. Alternatively, it's quoted from Hacham Ovadia's grandson, Rabbi Ovadia ben Avraham Yosef, that he suggested that the reasoning of his grandfather perhaps was that the poskim write that those words are very significant. When you're dealing with natural phenomenon, you're dealing with matters and realities which were in place from from the beginning, we imagine it, of time, of creation. And therefore, with regards to mountains, you can perhaps assume that this mountain was here forever, unless it was man-made. When it comes to these caves, the understanding of this grandson was, and I believe um, scientists and historians will corroborate this with evidence, this hasn't been here for time immemorial. It's been here for several thousand years, but it hasn't been here in a way that we can be certain for further back than that. Either one of those two reasons, the halakha would be in this circumstance a mahloket, and we would be posek la halakha that with regards to mountains, a person makes the beracha with shemu malchut, oseh ma'aseh bereshit, with God's name mentioned in that beracha. When it comes to the caves, he makes it without shemu malchut. He can say, baruch oseh ma'aseh bereshit, but he shouldn't say it with God's name because of this safek which Hacham Ovedya raised.